Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Sherlock's In Conversation with podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. Today, I am thrilled to say I'm joined by Olivia Palermo and few women in body fashion like Olivia. She's a darling of the industry. She shot to stardom on the 2008 reality series, The City, and has gone on to front countless magazine covers, collaborate with some of the world's biggest brands and build an Instagram following of well over 6 million. Revered for her immaculate presentation, she's now turning her hand to beauty with the much anticipated launch of Palermo Beauty, a curated wardrobe of all the makeup you could ever need. She's joining me today to discuss her life in fashion, beauty, and more. Welcome, Olivia. We've got to start by talking about fashion. We will obviously come on to beauty, but I mean, you know, you're Olivia Palermo. I mean, come <laughs> on. So what, you know, you've had this insane career in fashion. So like, where did that start? What, what is your earliest fashion memory? Um, you know, I think I've always liked fashion from a young age. Um, and it's as I've gotten older, your eye evolves and grows. And I've been really fortunate to work with incredibly talented people throughout my entire career to kind of shape, you know, my own vision for my own brand. Um, so yeah, I've been really lucky. But you know, going into the beauty space, I approach beauty the same way as I do with fashion. You have credit porte. It's all within, you know, having a collection and kind of feeling that. So the same thing within um, our makeup. And what is it about the fashion industry that kind of spoke to you from from when you were young? I, I always loved fashion magazines. I always loved the layouts of them. Actually, funny story. My first homework assignment as a child was to do a collage, and I cut out all the ads for Town and Country and all the high jewelry advertising. So I think from a very young age, that foundation was laid. <laughs> you were ready, you were always poised. What can, yes. you, what can you remember about like, you know, did you used to steal clothes from your mom's wardrobe? What was your first big purchase? Kind of how does your relationship with, with, actual, with clothes begin? Absolutely. Um, my mother and my aunt were both very fashionable people. Um, and my mother had incredible archives of beautiful jackets and antique jewelry. And as did my aunt, especially uh, antique costume jewelry. And she worked for Doyle's auction house for 25 years in the couture department. Um, so to really have a good solid foundation of appraisals and antiques was something that I learned very early on. Um, my mother's an interior decorator. So I think with that, playing with color patterns textures and you look at it you know when you decorate a room the same way as you do a collection the cohesiveness the color palette so i try to do that with beauty in the same way as well bit of everything how did your fashion career how did you you know your career begin how did you get to this point kind of can you talk us from from a to b absolutely um you know i when i was studying in school i was interning at a magazine and that was really fun and interesting because you really see the grunt work and understand the foundations of magazines and how that works. Um, and then I went on to work into television for a little bit, which helped build the foundation for viewership. And then after that, I really worked full-time as a model and a brand ambassador for many different brands, which was incredible. And, you know, for me, that being able to travel all around the world, be in different markets, uh, work on my website, 
and work with brands and see brands locally was so important. Um, of course, you know, during Corona now, I really miss that and point of contact of, to hear the, the collections, hear from the designers itself, be immersed into their world, into their space. So I'm really looking forward to September, hopefully, you know, that coming back into my life. Have you been able to travel at all? Have you been anywhere? Yeah, I've been really, I'm fortunate. I have been able to travel a little bit, of course, you know, uh, with caution. But yeah, um, I've been in Europe a little bit and I was in Turks and Caicos for a quick little holiday earlier in November. But for the most part, I've been here locally in New York. Uh, My dog is older and 16, Mr. Butler. So, you know, it's important that I kind of stick around right now before I have to head back to work in September full force on the road. Exactly. Well, if you've been to Turks and Caicos, you have no sympathy for me whatsoever. So um, talk to us about, uh, you know, DVF and kind of how that got started. Obviously, that's kind of where you made your name and how, you know, the city came from that. So how did you get that job for people who are kind of... Um, well, that was really a part of my time working in television. It was part of the storyline. And, you know, after filming, I really, I was so intrigued on how a global business was run, especially from the marketing side. So TVF was super kind to kind of let me hang out and just really get a lay of the land of how she operated. And um, of course, you know, continuing in television, you know, we also worked on the magazine side. So that was, that was interesting as well. Is she just, you know, the role model that everybody thinks she is? Is she just incredible? She's an incredible woman. She's very empowering and everyone should have a little TVF in their life. I have her book. Does that count? <laughs> yes, of course it counts. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say in any capacity. <laughs> what, um, what else did you learn? You know, that job obviously kind of put you on the map. What, what did you learn kind of from that experience? I learned that I was very much of a fashion person who loved the fashion industry. And that was definitely the direction in which I wanted to go in. What about magazine life? What did that teach you? Loved magazine life. It was, you know, I think I was really lucky because magazine life and the internet was starting to kind of there was a transition going and keeping that old school foundation of magazines but it also incorporating it into you know digital um finding my own strategy was really interesting to me and the whole digital world which now is so common to all of us on an everyday basis that we use regularly <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crazy to think that there was this other time isn't that we well, you know that was sort of the heyday of magazines like what can you tell us about life kind of it was Manhattan it was magazine you know that was like the kind of pinnacle of the industry was it you know as, as great as it always seemed from the outside you know we're, I, I, I'm so fortunate to be in our industry and yes it was fun then it's fun now it's just you know like anything as times change you, you go with the times and you appreciate all the moments that you have and you live through. Olivia, I've got to push you on your wardrobe and to talk to me yes. about some of your, your favorite. I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this for hours, but come on, what are, what are like the best things in your wardrobe? What have you inherited or what have you bought recently? Like, what are the pieces that you really love and that you really cherish? Oh, there's so many. It's hard to pick. Over the years, I built a really beautiful Christopher Bailey archive of some of his beautiful coats um, buttoned down to his collection uh, at Burberry. I have a fantastic archive of Montclair that I'm obsessed with throughout the years. I don't know. A lot of people don't know. I love like ski wear, outerwear. So, you know, that always resonates with me. And I have some beautiful Cuccinelli pieces. And then some pieces that I've just accumulated throughout my travels that I just love. You know, there are some smaller brands like John Nico I love for shoes or Cassidy or Santoni that I really incorporate into my wardrobe. Um, you know, I have things that are archived um, that, you know, are stored away, but, you know, I bring them back in 
from time to time as well. Can you think of one outfit, one kind of, you know, whether it was at fashion week or for a big event, like one outfit that you were like, God, that was an incredible dress or whatever it may be. Yes. Um, my dear friend, John Batista Valley. <laughs> Love Jamba. Um, Good friend to have. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky. And he, since he's such a visionary, it makes it my life a little bit easier to get dressed. Um, <laughs> I wore a beautiful red um, pants and cape suit back about two years ago in uh, Abu Dhabi. I absolutely love that. It was one of my favorite looks. Good look. I mean, you must have so many, but your best kind of fashion moment ever. Again, is there a gala? Is there a, a show? And what are the moments that really stand out for you over your career? It's like, God, that was incredible. Um, I think that um, Valentino's 45th anniversary in Rome, which was a three-day event, that was really spectacular and special. Um, so I would definitely say that. I've always kind of stood by that. It was just such a magical event. What did you wear? Do you remember? I wore vintage Valentino, of course. <laughs> um, what What about your wedding outfit? I mean, it's you were so ahead of the time with your wedding dress. You were well, Thank you. you. Just like, what kind of where did the this? I actually can't believe I actually get to ask you this. Where did the inspo come from? You know, how did you land on that look? Um, you know, I went into a few different uh, fashion houses and Caroline Herrera, I absolutely loved. And it was important to be modern, but still have a classic take on things. And I really approached it when I went into appointments very like casually, quietly. I went with my best friend, Edward Barsamian, and he was at Vogue at the time. And we had a really nice time. It was, you know, we treated it like a market appointment. I say it very casually because you, you don't want to, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself as well. You know, I, I'm a big, my big philosophy is, you know, you should look the best version of yourself during that day, highlight it. You shouldn't look like a totally different person. You want to feel and look your best. Um, so it was really when I was looking through the archives, I was looking through their current collection, I kind of had pieced things together. Did you try on any like traditional dresses or no? I did only for the fun of Edward because he really, he, he wanted that moment. I, I kind of already had an idea when I could look to the racks of what I wanted. But, you know, when you are with your friends, you do have to humor them sometimes. <laughs> what, what about the shoes? You know, that was a last minute decision, to be honest. <laughs> do you have them already? Um, I did. I had them already. You know, I had looked around my flats that I had on um, later that day. Um, I had I bought, but um, they were floral, really pretty, jeweled embellished fronts. But for the blue shoes, I wanted a pop of color, something great. And again, keeping it classic, of course, with Manolo. I've got to ask you about your husband because yeah. he, is, he is the, we've got SL Man as well, which is the our male equivalent. And he is kind of the poster boy for <laughs> for that brand. Um, so how, how involved with his style are you? Is he pretty, he knows what he likes? Um, I have zero to say about his style. I mean, absolutely zero. I, other than to give him a compliment and tell him he looks fantastic. That's it. And we, we really, we get dressed separately and he has his own sense of style. And I think he always looks amazing. And so there's no need to even make a comment. Okay. Because what's the best fashion gift he's bought you? Oh, that's right. Actually, he bought me this fedora bracelet a few years ago. Beautiful. One of my favorites. So it, that was a, that was a really good present. There's been a lot of them over the years, so it's hard to just hard to pick. But I wear this one every day. It's clever to marry a man with good taste. For listeners, Olivia's wearing a kind of a, an amazing kind of chain chunky gold bracelet that you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. If you could only wear one brand again, what brand would it be? It would probably be Max Mara. Is my guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tend to wear a lot of Ian's designs every single day into my wardrobe. I tend to wear mainly Italian designers, just something 
in, especially in Milan, it really has resonated with me over the last few years. But uh, Max Mar, I tend to be very consistent with, um, as well as Cuccinelli and Munkler. But definitely, I think Max Mar is this elegant classic. I always feel amazing. Okay. What about this time of year? You know, those are brands that sometimes you might say you see it. You know, if I think of Montclair, it's obviously like winter vibes. So, what are you? Who do you go to? And- oh, they have great spring summer collections. <laughs> <laughs> um, disclaimer, of course. But who? Who? Um, who do you go to in summer? Um, there are a few great little brands. Alexis, I love. There's so. Oh, Zimmerman. There, I mean, there's so much. There's a lot of amazing baby brands that. I'm now just drawing a blank. I'm like, <laughs> what is kind of on your wish list now for the season ahead? What are you, are you, I'm very much in autumn in my head. I don't know about you. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm with you with the um, fall winter collection, but since New York is quite warm, I'm still not there yet. <laughs> so I'm still looking like online for, for summer stuff. So I think I need to be a little bit more patient. <laughs> What is it about New York style? You know, every city has such a kind of distinct style and you talked about Milan and about about Italian, but kind of what is it that like New York girls do really well? They look amazing every day. They just, you know, New York women are all about their maintenance, all about their glam, all about making sure that they look and feel their best, you know, wearing their heels and flats, but looking perfectly like proportioned. Um, New Yorkers, we love a great black look, give us a little power, adding some great accessories to it, for sure. And, you know, you always see the girls, like, I always love seeing a New York woman walking down the street because she always has confidence, the way she's like walking, carrying herself. She knows that she's like, Woman on a mission, looking your best. <laughs> um, you're wearing black expertly today, by the way. How do you how do you wear black in summer if you're not sure? Um, you know what? You're lightweight. Like today, I decided to go for a little bit sportier version. So this is from Coral. It's actually my workout. It has like a zip in the back. You can't really see. It's quite cool. Um, gunmetal. And then this is like old Zara that I kind of threw on very lightweight, and then I put a great pair of um, mules on with it. Olivia, people will love to know that you shop at Zara. People will love that. Do you do you like duck in often or not really? Um, I do throughout my travels. Like when I'm traveling around, I'll go into different locations to see different things. But I think definitely through Corona, I've kind of scaled back and re-edited my favorite hero pieces. And of course, like I, you know, pop into Zara here and there and pick up some great pieces to mix in between. I don't believe for a second that you will have lounged about in hoodies and trackies all of last year what did you wear in lockdown what does what does a lockdown outfit look like to you it was you know I really tried to continue my everyday you know get up and hair makeup everything wore lots of flowy skirts with cashmere sweaters adding jewelry to it ballet flats or mules around the house that was pretty much my go-to lots of cashmere but you know in an elevated way for some, it was quite a good excuse to kind of experiment a little bit more and shop your own wardrobe a bit. Kind of, did you find that? You know, I felt that I'm a person that loves to go in and, and see and touch things. So, of course, I miss going into a store. So, even if it's the grocery store, I was super excited. <laughs> to touch some apples instead of Yeah, it's it. like I'm really excited. Like anything, it's a store. I love any store I walk into. But yeah, I think it was also nice to explore online and find some other brands so I wouldn't have necessarily come across if you know I didn't have the time. Do you still mostly shop in store then if you can? Yeah, a hybrid of both. Okay. Where do you shop online? Where do I shop online? I mean, Perigold is an interior store I absolutely love. First dibs, I love first dibs. 
Yeah, I do. I go on Zara. Is there anything you've ever worn that you look back at and think, God, that was a mistake? Well, I think we all have, but I think that's the time in which you were living in that moment. And, you know, you kind of, you learn and you move on. Yeah. Can you think of any examples? Um, I think, you know, there's been like one or two t-shirts I haven't loved with my hair and chat and like a blazer with it, but nothing that would really stick out to everyone <laughs> nothing, nothing like that disastrous let's be honest <laughs> you know you try to keep it as classic as, as possible but also you know you know incorporating regular trends what would you say is the secret to good style what do you what do you think makes somebody stylish um I think it's of course the way you carry yourself the way you wear the way you wear clothes I would say clothes are your friends you know you if you wear them well and treat them well I mean, I think it's like you know just how that woman kind of is on the go walking and yeah can you learn that? Like, can you learn, can you become that? I think, you know, you it's innate in you, but I think, you know, it's, everybody can learn and, and evolve and grow. And I think that, come, that also comes with age as well. Yeah. And, you know, you wear things in your 20s that you wouldn't necessarily wear in your 30s and it's a different time. You've got to be okay with the fact that it evolves, right? Exactly, absolutely. And finally, on fashion, who, where do you think is the most stylish city in the world? You know, I would say Tokyo or Milan, to be honest. Those are my, two of my favorite cities. I absolutely love the style in Milan. I think the women, men always look incredible. Tokyo, there's just so many different styles to choose from. I always love how the men dress and that feminine, cool aspect. So um, I get inspiration there obviously in new york as well get endless inspiration good answers and london hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Obviously, London, it's like, you know, like a second home to me. <laughs> um, is it, where do you stay when you're in London? Uh, usually with my best friend. Bit cozier. But you're obviously in the city, you're spending more time there. Where are you loving in New York at the moment? Um, you know, my favorite places, I go uptown to Canine Styles to my dog grooming place. That is literally one of my favorite places because they have not only is the grooming amazing, but they have incredible dog accessories. And since all my friends have dogs, I'm always looking for them. <laughs> so what's, of course, what's the funnest dog accessory you've bought? Butler has a very extensive wardrobe. Um, he loves cashmere sweaters. Sure. Um, yeah, and, and now that he's older, I tend to carry him around now. So he has some summer carry bags that he likes. Cute. Where else do I go? Um, Butterfields, it's an amazing market for food. Um, if you like come locally and stay with a friend or just want something different, um, it's one of my favorite, favorite places. Um, M Plaza for nails. 
Um, if you're going out for like, you know, a great new restaurant, semi new, not really so new anymore, but Lola's for that's Greek. That's really nice. Books 11 Madison Park is also amazing. I was just there for that. Um, Nami Nori also for sushi is, is a great one. So there's some some really great new restaurants and places and the Van Gogh exhibition opened up um, not too long ago. So that's also really fun to do. Where do you stay for staycation in New York? You know, I have not done a staycation in New York in many, many years. I tend to do like, I would say more of a staycation would be in the Hamptons if I went away for a weekend. That's about it. But yeah, we have, I've been here in Dumbo, but I, if one would, I would suggest the Crosby Hotel. Okay. Um, what about having fun? What do you do for fun, Olivia? What do I do for fun? I play Mario Kart. No, I watch those. <laughs> I do with my best with some of my best friends in Europe. We, we around five o'clock we all play together in the evening their time early early evening my, our time. So what is, on like a on like a Nintendo yeah. or what? You yeah, you play, yeah, basically yeah, like on the Switch. We play. Yeah, my my husband's super tech savvy, so he's the one that sets it up for me, and then and then we play. But um, yeah, I, and I watch lots of television, lots of great TV shows. Um, I am obsessed with my LG um, rollable television. That's amazing. So that's really great to watch on there. And then great glass of wine with or a bottle of wine with friends. That's really fun. I got an LG wine refrigerator a few months ago that I absolutely love. So I use that. That's an all great fun. And I've learned a lot about that through the technology because there's all these different functions and temperature controls. So I feel super tech savvy. <laughs> I mean, between your Nintendo and your fridge, you are flying. What, um, what do you watch? What are you watching at the moment? I'm watching the Olympics because mm-hmm. it's on. I love the Olympics. I was a little late to the party during Corona. I watched Downton Abbey. And got completely hooked and almost rewatched the entire thing after. <laughs> I'm not sure I will do. I feel like a terrible Brit because I've never watched it and it's I had never seen it either. And then I kind of I stumbled on it and I couldn't be more excited that at Christmas they have a new movie coming out. So I was like, perfect timing. <laughs> have you watched The Crown? I, I absolutely have. Love the Crown. Yeah, I can imagine. And um, what about, I, I, I haven't seen it yet, but then you've got the Gossip Girl reboot. That is... No, I've never, you know what? I never watched the first one. So the second one wouldn't really resonate with me. It was never, I'm not a big sitcom person. I never have been even growing up. Sitcoms, boy bands bands in general it, I, I was a different breed it was not really <laughs> my interest you were, you were reading fashion magazines instead yeah more or less but um what else physical with Rose Byrne I've just finished Succession's yeah. coming back Succession is like what we've all been desperately dying for over here as well I know I know I really I need it back now I know it's amazing my neighbor is a producer and I, I'm dying to hear what the storyline is going to be but I would never dare to ask <laughs> such a good season finale as well I feel like we've just been waiting for so long yeah there's a lot of amazing amazing shows out there to watch yeah I agree um who are you what are you rooting for in the Olympics what are you what what sports excite you Riding really excites me. I'm being into riding, swimming and um, gymnastics. I'm also really interested. Um, skateboarding, I thought was really cool that they introduced skateboarding this year, both men and women. I watched both. That was really cool. Yeah, and there were some really young kids too, which I thought was amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, we've got a, there's a British girl who's like 13 maybe in the outdoor skating, who looks amazing. And I yeah, saw- there was a 13 year old Brazilian girl too. I was like, you guys are amazing. Insane. Yeah, incredible. And I love that Australian swim coach. She has full of life. Yeah. Being very excited for, for the gold medal. We won lots of uh, British gold swimming and diving medals overnight as well. So we're all quite, quite happy about that over here. Well, I, well, I saw a very interesting st- uh, statistic yesterday about um, the comparison of the last few Olympics and uh, the different countries that have won the most um, comparing. And it showed that U.S. and uh, Britain both had the most medals. But on, if you broke it down past that, that the women on both sides held the most medals. And I was like, oh, that's very exciting. <laughs> Okay, that is so that's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. That's a really good fact. Thank you. Yeah, I really like that one. Let's talk about beauty. You've launched yeah. Palermo Beauty. Tell us about so it. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. Where's it come from? What's what what's it all about? It's been in the process for over two years and we decided to wait and launch after a little you know, once everybody was back, you know, after Corona, because we the timing of it, uh, we wanted to launch in November. But we're super excited. We have, it's a small edited range that we'll eventually build out, but we wanted to make sure just like building uh, your wardrobe, you have the foundation pieces, key pieces. Um, And it was really kind of taking a look and seeing, you know, what was missing in the marketplace. And for myself, I felt like having a really beautiful, heavy, compact lipstick with quality and craftsmanship is really important. So we really honed in and focused on that as well as the packaging and really wanted to keep the brand colors aligned and you know, just keep it really light and fresh and beautiful that both men and women can have in their beauty wardrobes and wanting the quality to be as fabulous from the exterior packaging as in the interior. What's not to love? So what um, what's in the range? There's lipsticks, what else? We have Rosebud, Santa Fe and Chianti and then we've just launched and those are our nudes. And then we've launched um, Poppy, which is our red. And then we have two eye palettes, Au Natural and Soiree. And I like to mix between the two. And of course you can mix the lipsticks as well. Um, and then for skincare, we have the Primetime Illuminating Serum and the Setting Mist Spray, which I absolutely love. Those are my two personal favorites. My husband uses both, as do most of my guy friends. <laughs> the wonderful thing about the serum is there you can use it in various different ways, as well as the mist, because um, you can mix it in for, with your serum. After you use your serum in the morning and the evening, you can then put on the prime time, give it that fresh glow. And then for men, you can use the mist after to set it and you have a glow, but not super shiny. And then for the women, if you don't want to use it for as a, a serum, well, you can use it as a little bit of highlighter, a little detail to finish off your makeup as well. So why those products? You know, what, Why a serum? Why a setting spray? Kind of where, where did the impetus for that come from? It really came from like the foundations of what we would need and then eventually building out through each category. Um, and seeing, you know, really what resonated with the customer. And yeah, I think, you know, of course, it's, everybody needs a beautiful eye palette, beautiful lipstick that you take out, you know, when you're going out for the evening. And of course, we need to make sure that, that the mist sets the face and that with our masks, it's not rubbing off. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's quite a no-brainer, really, when you put it like that. Isn't it? You describe it all as non-toxic. So what does that mean exactly? Can you talk us through the, the process of making the products? Yeah, so basically I've been working with our product development um, to make sure that we're as clean as we can be. And so that, that, of course, is a focus to make sure that we are aware to not use this toxic products. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And what is your favorite product in the product range? I love the primetime illuminating serum and the setting mist. And then for um, the makeup, I love the lipsticks. You know, and I think that's super easy. You're just going to apply all the time. Um, and of course, ours um, is very long lasting, but uh, I always love to reapply and always look fresh. <laughs> are you wearing one today? Is that a. Yes, I am. <laughs> what are you wearing? Go on. <laughs> I'm wearing Santa Fe. Santa Fe and Brooklyn Mix. So it's kind of like a plum color, right? Like yeah, that. well, um, our more of our um, Chianti is more of a plum, um, and you can use that as a stain or darker. You really want a deeper color, but our two nudes, one's a little bit lighter, one has a little bit of more of a muddier nude, so it can create that nice kind of purple tone to it, pinky purple tone. You just need to mix them together. It's a really good price point, isn't it? How, how important yeah. is that to you to, to make it kind of semi-affordable? Well, you know, we wanted to make sure that we are a luxury product um, that is affordable. And, you know, for myself, I'm always, I find it so important for any of girls or guys that buy our products that they feel like they've invested well into the product, that they spent their money really well. So that was very key for, to make sure that our pricing was good. <laughs> Great. Let's talk a little bit about your your skincare routine you know we were talking about facials and um, before we started recording what what is you know what what are your rules for great skin um, i'm very high maintenance on my skin i always have been since i was a teenager um i've seen dr dennis gross since i was probably about 14 years old um and i see him and i also see dr robert Analik, who i've seen for the last few years um i go in regularly i'm super high maintenance about um being in contact with my dermatologist and you know your skin is always changing same thing with your diet so it's in your body so it's always important to kind of stay on top and see you know you don't want to get into a routine that's too regular because then you're not getting the results that you need every Friday I go to Dr. Gross's office and I meet with my esthetician Anna and I get my facial and then um, about every two and a half three weeks I check in with Dr. Analik and we just have a conversation and he takes a look at my skin and see what you know what I need what I don't need so yeah facial every Friday I mean that's the dream we try but you know it's important you have your skin for your entire life so it's important to maintain it and take that hour for yourself to get and give yourself an extra glow yeah. yeah what do you ask for like is it do you have the same facial every week or does he mix it up um, you know I do we switch it up I've been doing you know right now I've been doing a collagen um, heat facial where it's just it's like a heat wand that goes around and simulates the collagen and then I have another one that just kind of brightens up the skin and keeps you fresh and then I do a chemical peel as well just to kind of make sure that you don't, you're not congested. So I do that. Um, and then I go to Joanna Vargas and I do her triple crown and radio frequency facials. Um, and I swear by the red light bed. That is one of my favorite things. Okay, how frequently do you do that? Um, you know, I think a red light bed is important to try to do at least once a week so you can start to see the results. Yeah, gosh, you are, you're thorough. <laughs> you know what? I try. And then when it comes to hair care, I go in for a trim and, you know, color every three weeks. Wow, you are thorough. <laughs> Where do you go for your cotton color? Um, I've been really religious and very loyal to 
Andre Davis and my girlfriend, Abby, for um, a very long time. So Abby colors my hair and, uh, and Andre cuts it. What do you do when you're traveling? Do they come with you? Um, no, I always time it that when I'm traveling that I see them before right before I leave. So I never have a moment of no gaps. Yeah. What about nails? I feel like you're synonymous okay. with a good red nail. So what are your what are your nail secrets? My nails is I'm the most religious person when it comes to my nails. And I go to M Plaza here in New York. My girlfriend Stephanie and Min own uh, M Plaza and they have a few locations throughout the city. And I've worked with incredible nail technicians throughout my entire career. But I do have to speak super highly on their craftsmanship um, and detail to nail and just how they paint and everything. It's just, it's perfection. So I go in every three and a half to four days. <laughs> okay. What, um, what is the perfect red? What shade do you ask for? Um, you know, I think it really depends on your skin tone and the time of year because your skin tone is always changing. So maybe one, you might look a little bit more pale one week than the other week. So I kind of switch back and forth between various different reds. And I'm not exactly tan this summer, so the corals are not coming out as often as I would like. (laughs) I'm with you. Let's talk other grooming, you know, teeth, eyebrows. What else? What else is it your choice? My teeth. I'm religious also about my teeth. Um, I go to, for my orthodontist, I see Frank Antolino. And for my regular um, dentist, I see uh, Pat Malpizo. And so they both next door each other um, uptown here in New York. I've seen them for years. Um, I go about every month to see uh, Malpizo and get my teeth cleaned. And Angelino, I see every three weeks because I currently have braces, <laughs> which you can't see. But um, you know what? I have no problem talking about it. Because I think, you know, just like in life, everybody needs maintenance and needs a little correcting. And, you know, I did Invisalign for a few years. But for me, I think the braces were a bit more effective for for timing. So he's amazing. And if anybody needs them, go. It's only a few months. <laughs> hey, wait, you've got proper train tracks right now. Yeah, in the, in the back. But I mean, they are very well hidden. I can't see them. Actually. Thank you. I, I think I gave um, my head of communications a bit of a heart attack because when we launched Beauty, I had just got them. So I have been working on my my terrible list that I've had for a few months. <laughs> how, um, how long have you got to have them for? Um, until I think like September, October, hopefully. We'll see. That's okay. yeah. um, and what about your eyebrows? Um, my eyebrows, I only let two people touch, uh, actually only three people touch them. Um, Andrea Tiller, um, my makeup artist in New York. And my two makeup artists in London, Sam and Nelson, and no one else. That that is it. So um, you know, it's been nice. They've grown out, gotten fuller, and you know, you can uh, you can grow them out. Sometimes it might be like a weird transition, but it can be nice because it reshapes in different ways, mm-hmm. for sure. I've been working with Southern Clinic, and they are incredible. I have been a huge supporter of um, nutrition for my entire life, had a nutritionist growing up. And, you know, it's important to always, as your skin, same thing with the skin, to constantly reset um, and see and take in new vitamins, things that you need, you don't need. And so I've been working with Seven Clinic for the last few months. They're based in Brazil and they just opened up here in New York. And I'm super happy with the program that they put me on. I started with inflammation diet and now I'm on the Mediterranean plan as well. So we, I'm happy to share that with you. Super nice. Easy. That sounds lovely. What does a Mediterranean plan entail? You know, it's all really super healthy and it's all things that I already eat. It's just, you know, kind of mixing them slightly differently. Um, and what about general kind of what's your workout routine? How else do you do you look after yourself? Um, I have been um, a Tracy Anderson fan for over five years and 
I go three, four times a week. Now she's opened back up in the studio so I can go back in and get a good sweat because she does have her online, which a lot of people love. And if you can't get to a studio, that's fantastic. But for myself, I love being inside the studio, seeing all the trainers, getting the vibes, jumping up and down, having a great time. <laughs> is that one of the things you miss most in lockdown? I know I found classes, not being in classes, just so I, I really did miss going into the studio every day because, you know, Tracy's method is about heat and humidity and regenerating your skin cells. And I'm a person that um, tends to get a lot of muscle spasms and I do acupuncture regularly. So, I, you know, Tracy's method is great because for the heat, it really helps open me up and get that extra push that I need. Nice. So let's talk about your skincare routine. We touched on it before, but what do you, what do you do? What do you do morning and night? How do we, how do we glow like you? You know, it's actually relatively simple. Um, I'm very religious. Like uh, with all of my products, my routines, I've said that before. I totally am. I switch back and forth between my one, one, one skin cleanser and my Dr. Dennis Gross cleanser for hair care. I use Melbon. I love Melbon. It's a Japanese company that I discovered um, actually during Corona and I really seen even more of a difference with my hair with that. And I use for bath products, I go back and forth between molten brown and fresh. And just like, you know, nice light white flower, keeping it fresh. Um, that's what I tend to go for. That's it. And then for um, serums, I use one-on-one skin serums, the Black Diamond Illuminating Serum, that whole collection. I use Augustine um, butter I use as well if I need that little extra hydration I actually when I'm in the sun I tend they just launched um, a body collection but I for the last few years I've used it on my body which has been really nice it helps with any extra sun exposure you might get That's um a way to do sun cream isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes we have we, we have to be a little bit more a little less conservative uh portion controlling just because you know that's what it's, it's important to make sure you maintain that skin mm-hmm. and I you know I don't use that many other products sometimes I use the Dr. Gross gel moisturizer but that's that's it and I love royal firm as well if you could only have one beauty product kind of in your armory so not a product specifically but like you know is it a mascara is it a lipstick like what is the one thing that you you wouldn't leave the house without see I'm all or nothing it's like there's not just like one product you have to do the whole face not just like eyeliner so if there's no face it's sunglasses (laughs) I was gonna say do you go out bare face or no um I do I wear sunglasses like it's usually if I'm going to and from a facial or right to and from the gym or you know if it's just like a quick in and out but other than that when I'm out and about in my day then yeah I'm always in my face with my face on (laughs) and if you could have if you could only have one treatment if you could only pick like one of the the things that you have done what, what would that be um, probably my acupuncture. It's really important for me. Um, I always feel great after. Yeah, really effective. Do you fake tan? No, I don't fake tan. You know what? It's just, I'm not that person. I love du- double-sided tape and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel like looking a little stripey. <laughs> I've been there for weddings and you have this like funny patch of white on your boobs. It's not. Yeah. It, yeah. No, you know what? I, I try to get a little bit of sun, but I, you know, as you get older, you also are happy to protect your skin. <laughs> I think that's that's very wise. What is your beauty kind of your your ultimate don't when it comes to beauty? What would you say to you know to every woman just like don't do this? Well, one sleep in your makeup or layer on more makeup on top of more makeup. That's yeah, so a lot of congestion will come from that. 
So do you never top up? You don't kind of have your makeup done in the day. Like you'd start again if you were going out at night. If I had a very early call time in the morning and I was getting ready at like 7 p.m. And I think yes then, but if it was a shorter window, like later in the morning or early lunch into the day, then you can do a little refreshing. You might still look a little shiny, but um, yeah, I think it's about the timing of it because at the end of the day, like, you know, your skin needs to breathe. You need to reset and sometimes just redoing it, it you'll just feel and look better it looks better really doesn't it i mean we literally chat all day it was so lovely to it was lovely chatting with you thank you so much for taking the time thank you so much i've got to ask you before you go where can we buy your makeup range where can we buy palermo beauty you can go to oliviaplumber.com and shop the entire range and you can also go onto my instagram account and it can link you there and you can go to olivia palermo pd's instagram as well Thank you so much. And I hope everyone enjoyed and happy shopping. Thank you so much. I hope your first podcast was far less scary than you had. It was fabulous. You made it an easy, breezy, wonderful experience. I'm so pleased. Thank you so much. As Olivia said, you can shop her entire range at oliviapalermo.com. I think that's it for today. If you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at sharelux.com. You know, we love hearing from you. Don't forget. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Also to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. Thanks and bye-bye.